Hello and welcome to the Happy Days podcast. I'm Callum Church and in these episodes I'll be discussing my very own ideas, findings and knowledge which I've discovered along my own personal development journey. Now, if you're like me and you're striving to live a life fulfilled or perhaps you're simply looking to live just that little bit better, then this is the place for you because I'll be covering various topics from philosophy to psychology, mindfulness to motivation. But hey, that's enough of an introduction. Enjoy the episode. I hope you gain some value from it. And if you do, well, happy days. Hello and welcome to another episode of my podcast, Happy Days with Callum Church. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about sleep. Okay, sleep. So, in my opinion, sleep is one of the most underrated elements of anyone's self-development and anyone's self-growth, right? And I feel people see it as just time to recharge or that it's not entirely, uh, you know, essential or important or necessary to get your full eight hours. But this isn't the case, okay? And I'm going to talk about this in this episode because I'm becoming more and more aware of the effect which my sleep is having on me. If I miss out on even just one hour of sleep, I really feel it the next day. And, um, you know, the reason why I think this was because when I was younger and I wasn't thinking about my own development or, you know, I wasn't even self-aware enough to, you know, criticise myself or criticise, you know, my sleeping patterns... I, I feel like when I was younger, I was always sort of a bit crap. <laughs> I was always just, you know, not at my best. And I think for anyone to be successful at what they want to do, they have to be at the top of their game. They have to be the best version of themselves possible every day or consistently, you know. They have to be the best version of themselves consistently. Um, and that includes everything. That includes sleep, you know. That includes, you know, making your bed in the morning. But, you know, it, it's a combination of things, but sleep included. And, and you know, sleep is really important for a ton of other things, which I'll talk about in this episode. But, yeah, so it, if I have a good night's sleep, I feel it. The next day I'm productive, you know, I'm energised, I'm, you know, focused on what I'm doing. Whereas if I have, you know, a bad night's sleep, even if it's like even a couple of days after, I'll still feel a bit, you know, a bit, bit slow. Uh, you know, a bit less focused, with less concentration, you know, I'll be less productive, I'll procrastinate more, etc, etc, right? So what does sleep actually do? Because we know that it's, you know, a part of our, you know, day-to-day habits or cycles, you know, you know, we're awake during the day, we're asleep during the night, but what does it actually do? Because a lot of people think it's just recharge, which it is, of course it is, but it's so much more than that. And it's whole, it's a whole lot more important than you realise, okay? So sleep actually affects your memory, concentration, your mood, your alertness, your immune system, your blood pressure, your weight, your risk of diabetes, your sex drive, your heart disease, it doesn't affect your heart disease, it affects your risk of heart disease, sorry. It affects anxiety, depression, paranoia, general disease like colds and flus and stuff, you know, immune system. Um, and it's even linked to stroke and dementia. So it's pretty serious stuff, right. Um, 
So, yeah, it's pretty clear that a lot hangs in the balance of good sleep. And considering we spend a whole third of our lives sleeping, it's got to be pretty important, right? I mean, we wouldn't spend, you know, a third of our life, you know, pretty much unconscious for no reason, okay? So hopefully that's got across just how important sleep is, all right? Because, if yeah, as, as I say, if you want to succeed, you, you do have to, you know... Um, be at the top of your game for everything. It's not about being good at one singular thing. To be a good podcaster, I don't have to be good at just podcasting. I have to be good at motivating myself and getting enough sleep so that I'm really getting the best out of my podcast. Whatever you want to do, say you want to, I don't know, be a doctor. It's so important that you get sleep so that you can study um, and, you know, get the grades you need or I mean, it can be applied to anything. If you want to be an athlete, maybe you know, you you've, sleep is so important because it, you know, which I'll, I'll talk about this um, in the episode. But sleep is really important to growth and repair. That's essential to an athlete. So um, yeah, sleep's important to everyone, absolutely everyone. Um, so I'm just going to talk about briefly the different stages of sleep, okay, um, and explain what occurs during each stage, because we actually go through a cycle every single night, we go through a cycle of different stages of sleep, first off, it, uh, you know, it starts off with being awake, you know, before you go to sleep, it's, you know, as you drift off, and, and that sort of thing, that's, that's the first stage, is being awake, second stage is light sleep, okay, and what happens during this uh, during light sleep, you sort of slow down your heartbeat, your muscles relax, and it sort of acts as like a transition into the more, you know, deep forms of sleep. So obviously, following on from light sleep, we're going to have deep sleep. And deep sleep, this is where you really get your repair and your growth. And um, your brain activity uh, slows down. So uh, this will be the stage of sleep where you know, you, you get a bit more um, recharge in your brain, okay? And, it, and you know, if you wake up during deep sleep, you actually wake up really groggy. So um, that's, you know, that, that, that kind of uh, shows to us the importance of deep sleep because you're in that sort of deep mental uh, repair stage. I mean, yeah, you could say it's repair, repair stage for your head, but it's, it's also repair stage for like your organs and things. It's like taking your car in for a service. Um, this is like the servicing stage, if you like. If you don't take your car into service, then eventually it's going to break, right? So it's just um, keeping like tip-top condition, if you like. And then following on from this, we have REM sleep, R-E-M, and that stands for rapid eye movement, okay? It sounds a bit weird, but this is the part where um, you have your vivid dreams, so your eyes rapidly rapidly move, <laughs> you know, um, and this is where you begin to wake, right, so, um, you know, if you're ever having some weird-ass dream, you know, this will be the REM dreams, they're really vivid, they're really weird, and you tend to wake up straight after, right, you wake up and you think, okay, that was really odd, I've just, I don't know, sat in a hot tub with Donald Trump, I don't know, <laughs> but, you know, um, it, it, it's, it's your weird dreams, and that, that's where you slowly begin to um, uh, wake up again. So that's a really brief explainer of what actually happens. Obviously, I could go a lot more in depth, but as I say, I'm not actually 
a, a sleep expert. <laughs> I'm just talking about development and growth. So um, that's just a brief, very brief uh, overview of what actually happens during our sleep cycles. So how can we consistently get eight hours? Okay, how can we be good <laughs> at sleeping? How can we become better at sleeping and, you know, consistently um, get eight hours? So first of all, let's eliminate the bad habits that we have when it comes to sleep. So the, the, the first bad habit that, you know, is good to eliminate or, you know, cut down, let's say cut down, is alcohol, right? Because the effect which alcohol has on you um, is it actually skips certain cycles of your sleep. It actually, um, I believe it skips the REM sleep, right? Um, and... Uh, it, it you know it, it leads to you feeling tired still even after sleeping however long so you know you, you might think it's weird that alcohol affects your sleep because for me if I've been out drinking with my mates if I've been to the pub and I come home I fall asleep as soon as my head hits the pillow you know like that <laughs> so um, it, it's it, before researching this and before finding more out about more um, about my sleep, I was kind of confused why I still felt so tired the day after, um, and it's because I'm missing out on certain sleep cycles, it doesn't matter how long you spend in bed, it doesn't matter how many hours you get in bed, even if you get your full eight hours after going out drinking, you're still going to feel tired the day after, and as I was saying earlier on in this podcast where I'm getting more and more aware of the effect sleep has on me, alcohol has been a massive thing, because if I, um, you know, if I've been out drinking Saturday night, I will still feel you know the effects of that night out on Monday and it's not because of the alcohol it's because of the poor uh, sleep quality which I've had over the weekend and it has a knock-on effect so I think this is really important um, you know I'm not saying don't drink but um, you know it, it, it's good just to you know limit the amount which you're consuming in order to be on top of your game on the Monday morning when you go back to work or, you know, when you go to your uni lectures or when you, you know, whatever it might be. If you want to be on the ball, you know, like that, and this, this is something which I want to do because I want to, uh, you know, I want to do well, it's important that we think about the amount of alcohol we're consuming. Another bad habit is phone and TV use before bed because what this does is the, the effect which the screen has in your eyes basically it emits blue light right and this blue light is what sort of wreaks havoc on our cycle our 24 hour day cycle your body it's, it's your body clock your body naturally um goes through periods where you're awake and then when you're asleep right so um to, to be really technical it reduces the amount of melatonin which is a hormone released from your pineal gland. Um, and the melatonin is like your sleep hormone. It induces sleep. So if you go on your phone or your TV before you go to bed, it stops your body from releasing melatonin, which in turn stops you from falling asleep as easy. Right, so instead of, you know, going on your phone before bed, read a book or something. You know, dim, dim the lights and read a book. This is something which I've been trying to do before bed because I don't always find the time to read in the mornings you know ju just as we have a um, morning routine it's also important we have an evening routine 
So that's something which I like to do. Um, And I'll talk about my evening routine later on in this podcast. Uh, Caffeine. Caffeine consumption is another one which affects sleep for obvious reasons. Caffeine is something else which, you know, reduces the release of melatonin. So it's really important that we actually cut out caffeine six hours before bed. That's that's what I read um, during my research for this episode. But actually what I like to do, I like to, well, I don't like to, I love coffee, but I've tried to cut out caffeine 10 hours before bed because um, I've seen in, you know, other little bits of research which um, says that ca- caffeine stays in your system for 10 hours so or, or, or affects you for 10 hours. So that that's something which I try to do. I, you know, try and stop drinking coffee past 12 o'clock, you know, midday. Another bad habit is sleeping in a poor sleeping environment. So what does this mean? It means, you know, sleeping in a room which isn't dark, sleeping in a room which isn't quiet, you know, obvious reasons. It's going to disrupt your sleep, disrupt your cycles. And obviously, if you disrupt the cycles, you're going to feel more tired, not on the ball, not focused the next day. One thing worth mentioning is that, of course, humans, we're creatures of habit, right? Uh, and our brains work in a way where we associate certain habits with certain locations. For example, you might associate the kitchen with cooking. You might associate the dining room with eating. You might associate the sofa with relaxing. I associate my desk with recording podcasts right now, of course. So, um, just the same, your bed is associated with sleeping. Or at least it should be. However, think about this. How many of you listen to this podcast right now? How many of you watch Netflix in bed or you know maybe FaceTime your partners in bed or I don't know maybe watch YouTube on your phone in bed or something like that because if you are doing this you're confusing your brain because your brain wants to associate or or your brain should be associating your bed with sleep however it's not because your bed is when you watch Netflix your bed your bed (laughs) your brain is associating uh your bed with entertainment you know or or watching netflix or binge watching whatever you're you know into at the moment and this is going to affect your sleep again so so something which i'm gonna um practice it's again it's something which i read you in the research for this episode was that you should only get in your bed if you're tired and you shouldn't sit in your bed awake you know this is probably going to be a bit of a pain in the arse, to be honest, let, like, let's be honest, but um, I'd be interested because recently I've become obsessed with productivity, probably a little bit unhealthily, but um, yeah, I, I, I'm focusing so much on my productivity and really getting the most out of, you know, every every minute of my day, really, um, and I'd love, I'd absolutely love for me to be able to get in my bed and fall asleep instantly because I've been pretty rubbish at this in the past usually it takes me I don't know up to you know up to an hour to actually get to sleep which is awful um I, I you know I'll have to lie in bed for a while just with my thoughts um you know before I can actually sleep or I have to do like a meditation before I sleep to help me actually drift off um so this is something I'm going to try and maybe I'll report back to you lot and uh, see if this actually worked. But yeah, that's, so, so, so that's important, your sleeping environment. Now, something which is really good is to develop a sleeping 
routine or an evening routine um, because, you know, we're, as I say, we're creatures of habit and certain habits which we, you know, do gets us in the mood for, you know, other activities. For example, um, if you are, you know, doing a workout at the gym and, you know, uh, and this might be after you've had a long day at work or something like that, if you walk to the gym, then you are more likely to get a really good workout um, than if you take, uh, I mean, if you regularly walk to the gym, you're more likely to get a good workout than if you drive to the gym one day, walk to the gym another day, you know, get a taxi there or, so, or something like this. Um, and the reason this is, is because you have like a little ritual before you actually get to the gym. If you're walking to the gym, then during that walk, maybe you're list you're, you've already started listening to your gym playlist or something like that, or, you know, a really good podcast. Um, it gets you in the mood to go to the gym. And th this is reflected with, with our sleep. It's really good for us to, you know, incorporate, um, you know, relaxing things in a routine before bed. For example, my routine is I will, you know, if I've been out for a run that evening, obviously I'll have a shower. Um, but if I, you, you know, if I haven't, then I'll just wash my face moisturize, you know, do all like, the nice fucking grooming stuff before bed, uh, you know, brush my teeth and all that sort of stuff, get into my uh, pyjamas and read a book in bed, right? And um, th this is what gets me in the mood for sleeping. Um, and when I don't do this, say if I'm uh, FaceTiming my girlfriend before bed or something like this, I always sleep worse, <laughs> right? So, um, yeah, a little ritual to get you in the mood for sleeping is really good. For some people, this might be taking a nice warm bath. I'm not, I'm not really a bath person, I'm a shower person, but, you know, whatever helps you relax, you know, it could be anything. Face mask, something like that for you girls, or boys, you know. Um, anything like that is, just, is, is your sleeping rituals, your sleeping routines before you go to bed, and that will really get you in the mood and help you have better quality sleep. Okay, so that is all that I've got for you for today's episode. As always, I hope you truly did enjoy it. If you did, maybe consider leaving a review on Apple Podcasts because it really helps the show, really helps us chart and get the podcast out there. Tell your friends and your family about the podcast. Listen, just get the word out there for this podcast because, you know, I really want to grow, I really want to get out there, I really want to, you know, send some positivity out there, some help, some advice. Maybe just stem some general uh, conversation about personal development and growth um, which will be awesome if you do want to be involved with all that of course please follow me on my instagram that's at callum.g.church i'm sharing positivity you know advice insights all that sort of stuff on my instagram daily so go ahead and check that out so yeah as i say download subscribe and enjoy the podcast guys because from there as you know it's happy days take care everyone hope you enjoyed the podcast see you in the next one so there you go that's the end of the show if you enjoyed, make sure to subscribe on your podcasting app of choice so you can download and listen as each episode is released. If this episode helped you in any way, tell your friends, tell your family, maybe even leave a cheeky review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps the show. But that's all for now. I hope you have a wonderful day and I'll see you in the next episode released shortly. Take care. <laughs>